then what we have to do though is have a plan for if taxes increase. So the planning just changes. Your tax rate today is this amount. We know what the tax rate is. We don't know what it's going to be in the future. So we're going to base your plan on this tax rate, but we're also going to put a contingency in here that in 10 years from now, 20 years from now, whatever it is, your tax rate goes up. Here's what we're going to do. The bottom line is everyone needs a plan for any of these you know, things to happen, converting or not converting. Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Paul. You know, today's going to be a fun episode. I'm really excited about it. As I was prepping for today, I was thinking about Benjamin Franklin, and I know mm. there's a uh, quote from him that you always mm-hmm. use. And what, what's that quote? Yeah, uh, Benjamin Franklin always says, an investment in knowledge always pays the best interest. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he, he's, he was very well known for yeah. a lot of great sayings. Yep. Another one that is attributed to him that actually started with him was there are only two things certain in life, death and taxes. Taxes. That's right. And so that's <laughs> yeah. our subject for today okay. is taxes. Yes. And uh, taxes are, this is one of the areas that we cover when we talk about planning. You know, we've been going through the season talking about the different areas of a plan mm-hmm. that make up a plan. And uh, last time we talked about insurance mm-hmm. and this time we're gonna be talking about taxes. What what are the six areas or seven areas really, the six core areas of planning and then the seventh overarching area that we're, that we're yeah. talking about this season? Uh, so obviously this season we focused on uh, having a freedom plan, the freedom to give, serve and enjoy life. And so in order to have freedom, which is, you know, sometimes we refer to it as the seventh area of planning, but it really comes into play once you have these other six already in force. And uh, so far this season, we've covered, uh, I believe we've covered four of them mm-hmm. already. Today is the fifth one. And so the first area is what we call income planning. Income planning covers liquidity planning, income planning, and investment or growth planning. Mm-hmm. And it's really where we start. If someone's going to have peace of mind for retirement, if someone's to have freedom in retirement to give, serve, and enjoy life, we know that they have to have the foundation first. And that is they need to know their income is secure. They need to know their investments are invested properly. They have the assets they need to cover their expenses in the next three to five years. All the things we do that I would just say that a lot of times general financial planners will do mm-hmm. liquid income and growth planning. But then we said we want to take our clients to go beyond that. And going beyond that means impact planning. We want our clients to be able to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, making an impact means being free to give, serve, and enjoy life. We do that by planning around insurance. Uh, we, we had a whole uh, episode about insurance and, you know, life insurance, long-term care, Medicare. Uh, there's transferring the risk, uh, you know, that uh, that we can mm-hmm. uh, to insurance companies. That just gives peace of mind and, yeah. you know, freedom. And then today, tax planning. Uh, yes. This is a huge, huge topic for our clients. It's one of those areas that uh, people are tend to be very concerned about. Mm-hmm. And then the other area is legacy planning. Uh, so I know yes. we'll get to that sometime soon. And then once you have uh, liquid income and growth, you have tax insurance and legacy, you have a plan on how you're going to deal with all of those concerns, deal with all those issues, then you really can be free. Mm-hmm. You have an answer for each one of these things. And so when we typically do you know, surveys uh, for our clients, we'll do a seminar, we'll do a workshop. And a lot of times we'll ask people before the workshop starts, what is your number one concern going into retirement? A lot of times the number one answer is 
taxes, taxes. people are worried about what taxes are going to do because mm -hmm. it's one of those things uh, that literally, you know, we have no control over. Someone else is controlling what that number is going to be. And that's a fearful thing. Um, and it's something definitely that has to be planned for just like anything else that is unknown. Mm -hmm. That's what planning is all about. It's always planning for things that we don't know if it's going to happen to you or not. But the best way to be prepared is to say, I don't know if this is going to happen, but here's my plan for if it does. Yeah. Yeah. And I know when we do classes and things, you always ask people, you know, with, with the debt getting so high, yeah. do you expect the government to spend less mm -hmm. or to tax more? Right. And I mean, without question, everyone yeah. says tax more. Yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. don't expect the government to spend 99% <laughs> response rate. Of, yeah. People think taxes are going up. How yeah. many of you guys think taxes are going up in the future? I've never had anybody say, nope, nope I think they're going down. Mm -hmm. uh, it's never happened. So. Yeah. And so for today's episode, we have someone with us today yes. who's a little more of an expert than you and I mm -hmm. in this area. Who, who do we have with us today? So I'm happy to introduce today on our podcast for the very first time, Becca Aller. Becca is our CPA here at our firm. Uh, we're glad that uh, she's on our team. She is a obviously a CPA, but also a tax preparer and a tax planner. Becca, Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy glad, to be here. Glad you could join us today. So um, how long have you been a CPA? I have been a CPA since 2018. 2018. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, what I appreciate about uh, Becca in her experience is uh, that there's some people who are CPAs that work in a tax office. Right. Some people who are CPAs that work in, you know, accounting firms. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a CPA that has gravitated towards financial planning firms. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what would you say is the difference between a CPA that works for a, an accounting firm versus a CPA that works at a financial planning firm? I think with a financial planning firm, um, we're focused more on planning for individuals, whereas a lot of times accounting firms, they're not focused on the set individual. They're mm -hmm. focused on more so business returns, mm -hmm. corporate returns, anything like that. Okay. Um, and that's my background has always been in financial planning, even mm -hmm. before I got my CPA the actual CPA exam yeah. uh, passed. That's what yes. I did before then. I know well. you were an aspiring financial advisor, I believe at one point in time, <laughs> yes. and you changed your mind to accounting. I, uh -huh. I, it's amazing to me. Um, I never you know, wanted to go the other way. So financial planning for me, accounting for you, that's awesome. Uh -huh. I, I think in these, these CPA firms, these accounting firms too, it tends to be a lot more kind of behind the scenes. Right. Uh, you, or not you, CPAs with, with a computer and a closed door, quiet, not seeing anybody, mm -hmm. not talking to anybody. Yes. It's different in this context. Very different because a yeah. lot of times, um, you know, if you're just at an accounting firm, yeah. people are just going in, dropping off their taxes and mm -hmm. documents in February, picking them up in March, and then they don't talk to their accountant again until the next year. Right. I'm constantly talking to our clients here. Mm -hmm. I want to help them plan all year long. Mm -hmm. There's always tax questions and yeah. things are continuing to change, especially if you are getting into that retirement stage of your life. Exactly. And, and that's what I appreciate about you, you know, that you are relationship minded. Mm -hmm. it's, it's unusual, Paul, in this industry to find a CPA tax payer that is, is, you know, concentrated on relationships that they matter to you in helping people get where they want to go. Another one to me is, you know, just, you know, generally speaking, um, there's a lot of people who have tax preparation services and they tend to uh, find out from their CPA or taxpayer what they should have done. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, I, I did this for years. I'd go there and they'd say, okay, well, if you had done this and the other, it's like, well, I wish I had known. And so there is looking ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, there is, 
is talking to clients and saying, here's what we can do before December 31st. Here's what we can do before April 15th. It's not, it's not just data entry. It's actually being a partner in helping them, mm-hmm. you know, minimize their taxes. Right. Like yep. I'm a partner with you. Yep. I'm a partner with our other advisors here. Mm-hmm. They're able to tell me what's going on mm-hmm. with a client. If something does change in the middle of the year, and yep. that's super crucial for me and to plan ahead and make sure we're doing everything we can. Uh, Paul, for years, uh, we did surveys mm-hmm. with our clients and yeah. we would ask them things like, hey, what kind of services do you think that we should provide? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's kind of like we said before about the clients, you know, what's your number one concern in taxes? What did we hear over and over and over again? What this firm needs? A, a CPA. Or you need a CPA. Yeah. You need a tax planner. People yeah. were asking for it. I can understand it. It's always been a goal, a dream of mine. Uh, Becca's been with us for about a year and a half mm-hmm. or so mm-hmm. now at this firm. Um does a great job. So I want everyone to know, you know, first of all is, you know, you can have a tax preparer that is proactive. Mm-hmm. You can have a tax preparer that is planning minded like we are. Um, you can have a financial advisor that can work with a CPA, not just one that's at a different location, but in the same office. And Becca just alluded to that. We're able to uh, you know, talk with her and say, hey, we met with a client this week. Here's the issues. Here's their accounts. She can go in there and look at all that stuff. And there's just an advantage of having those services combined, mm-hmm. um, having your CPA with your financial advisor, you know, all the mm-hmm. records, all the statements. She has access to all those things. Um, and is, you're just going to get uh, consistent advice across the board. And, um, you know, that matters. It, it does. And, you know, the, the proactive aspect mm-hmm. of it is what, what I've heard the most sitting with people when they talk about their CPA and something that's a negative experience. And I think part of it comes from the word tax preparation. Mm-hmm. People think in preparation, you're preparing for something. Well, a lot of times, unfortunately, it's a reactive Mm-hmm. And the preparing is just preparing documents in a mm-hmm. sense, right? It's not really planning ahead. And what they've wanted for years is a proactive approach that looks ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. I appreciate right. about you, Beck, and what you bring to the team here and for our clients, because that's what it's about. It's planning ahead mm-hmm. rather than just saying, oh, well, if you would have. Yep. Well, that would have been good to know. Right. Right. Absolutely. And and if someone is listening to the podcast, maybe you're you're a client of Wise Wealth, maybe you're new to Wise Wealth, new to our firm. Um, certainly I just want to throw out right now, you can go to info at Wise Wealth. You can email, sorry, info at Wise Wealth and say you want to, you know, talk with Becca about tax planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also just go to our website, wisewealth.com. Not everyone automatically knows, hey, we do tax preparation or those mm-hmm. kinds of services. So I want to throw that out there now. Even if you're not a current investment client of Wise Wealth, she certainly can help you with tax prep. There's just a discount for you know clients of Wise Wealth. Um, so today, though, I want I want to kind of break this down into like two broad areas. One is tax planning, mm-hmm. and the other one is tax preparation. Tax preparation at this time of year is what's in everyone's mind. So we'll end you know today's podcast talking about that. But I want to talk about some tax planning. Um, you know, there's a few things that you know I know we look at when it comes to tax planning. Sometimes it's year in, it's every year mm-hmm. what we want to do to prepare for taxes. Sometimes Sometimes it is before certain ages, right? Uh, before age sixty or before age seventy-three, or you know whatever the case may be. So, um, one thing I think it would be good for everyone to know is just 
you know, when we talk about people's you know, tax brackets, mm-hmm. you know, there seems to be, you know, what people focus on. But there's there's a diff- difference between someone's tax bracket and their effective tax rate. Right. You want to explain that? Yes. So when someone says you're in the 24% tax bracket, that doesn't mean you're paying 24% on all of your taxable income. It's a tiered calculation. So you're paying anywhere from 10 to up to 24%. And there's four tax brackets within there. And in those income ranges, that's the tax that you're paying on that amount. On that portion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and a lot of times, um, that's a huge benefit of having a CPA here because a lot of times an advisor that doesn't have a CPA working for them is just going to have, when they're doing their calculation for retirement, is going to assume they're in the 22 or the 24% mm-hmm. and they're going to use that flat rate right. on their income when they're trying to figure out how much they need to retire. When can they retire? Yep. That's a very good point. And so uh, then there's also now this uh, standard uh, deduction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for married filers, I guess in 2024, yes, going forward this year, it's not the same as last year, but for married couples, 29,200. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So that is taken out of your total income after that's calculated. And then from that number, after the standard deduction, is taken out. That's where your tax rate is calculated. Yeah. That tax rate is calculated, and then your tax is calculated. So until someone reaches twenty nine thousand two hundred, there is no tax. Right. Someone makes fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. It's fifty thousand minus twenty nine thousand. Okay. So you, we don't even get to the tax brackets until after twenty nine thousand two hundred. If you're married, filing jointly. Correct. Okay. Then from there, we have these tax brackets. And like for example, in the twenty two percent tax bracket, married filing jointly. Income is from 94,301 to 201,000. This is 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people assume, hey, if I make 100,000 a year, I'm getting taxed 22% because I'm in the 22% tax bracket. Right. But in reality, if they made 100,000 a year, it would be minus 29,200. Correct. Then the next 23,000 is taxed at 10%, the next 90, okay, just yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of times, Paul, when we do planning, we'll go to our clients and say, hey, we're going to use a 15% tax rate on your income. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they scratch your head. There is no 15% tax bracket. <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah, but we'll use that because we know your, your your tax bracket doesn't mean that's the amount of tax you're paying on every single dollar. Right. You have an effective tax rate that uh, that we go by. So uh, that's important from a planning standpoint. And so when we're looking at, um, you know, another big thing as far as planning is concerned, a lot of people look at is Roth conversions. Yes. You know, you know, I'm one of these guys that just basically really believes in your Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. You know, buy out the government now. Um, you know, pay tax on the seed rather than the harvest. I'd rather pay tax today on a, a dollar amount that I know and a tax rate that I know than a tax rate unknown in the future and a dollar amount in the future. And so sometimes when guys like me talk about <coughs> converting to Roth IRAs or Roth IRAs, people get excited yes. and they want to do it. Uh-huh. And so they say, hey, I want to get my IRA to a Roth IRA. If someone wants to do that, what are some of the things they need to be aware of from a tax standpoint? Um, so a big thing I like to tell clients is sometimes all you're thinking about is the federal tax that you're going to pay on that Roth conversion. You also need to think about the state tax that you're Mm -hmm. going to pay. Uh, Sometimes that's just forgotten and then it comes to April and you have to pay both. And sometimes clients get a little irritated Mm -hmm. and that's just the case. And then um, there's also the option to withhold from those Roth conversions. Personally, I tend to tell clients not to do that Mm -hmm. um, just because it is an estimate. So when you're calculating what you need to withhold, you don't want to 
to take money out that's growing tax free mm-hmm. the harvest. So you'd rather right. make sure you have that cash to pay the taxes when we file in March or April, whenever you're ready. Um, so that's something that I strongly believe. I know mm-hmm. some people still do withholdings from it and that's totally fine. You just have to know you're taking money out of an account that could be growing tax free right. for you. Okay, so you're basically saying that if someone's going to do a Roth conversion, it's going to be better that they have money set aside, let's say, in cash to pay the tax. Correct, yes. So one of the the you know analysis you're going to do is not only how much am I going to convert, but do I have the money in cash to pay the tax that's going to be due on that amount? Yes. So okay. a lot of times when I'm looking for a client on planning and how much they could can convert, I look at what tax bracket they're currently yeah. in and I max that amount out. Mm-hmm. But then you have to look at the tax bracket. So from... Um, there's a big jump from 12 to 22 and then there's a small jump from 22 to 24. So if they're in the 22%, I don't think it's a huge deal to move up to the 24% tax bracket. Um, So I'm going to look at that. And then I'm also going, sometimes clients only have, let's say I want to pay $10,000 in taxes Mm -hmm. here. I don't want to pay any more than that. I'll back into that number for federal and state to figure Mm -hmm. out how much they can convert and pay $10,000 for the year. So it's good. So when someone's looking to convert an IRA to a Roth IRA, another consideration is, is that going to move you into a new tax bracket? Yes. On that portion that's above that new threshold. Correct. Uh-huh. And of course, we just talked about how the only the only thing taxed that new number is anything above that you know threshold. Uh-huh. Right. But going from 12 to 22. So one is, is it going to move them into a different tax bracket? Mm-hmm. Another one is, how much money do you have set aside to pay tax? Right. And then we can go backwards and number this, how much you can convert. Mm-hmm. And then another one that I like to look yeah. at too is the client's age. Okay. Um. So one thing that you have to think about when you're converting, if you're 63 or older, mm-hmm. is the IRMA limitations and paying Medicare premiums if you mm-hmm. go over that limit. So there is a limit I look at to make sure that the client won't have to pay those extra premiums. Um, Obviously, it's a two-year look back. Paul can talk more about all of (laughs) the- Yeah, we have a Medicare Medicare. (laughs) expert on the- uh (laughs) <laughs> on the podcast with us today. So very important. These are good considerations when thinking about IRA to Roth IRA conversions. Another one is before age 63. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Paul, a lot of people don't realize, you know, they think, hey, wait, what do you mean? Medicare starts at age 65. Why are we talking about 63 when it comes to whether or not you convert IRA to Roth IRAs? Yeah. So 63 would be the starting point for it. Technically, it'd be two years before you start Medicare mm-hmm. because Irma is always looking back two years. Okay. And it has to do with because of tax filing extensions, all of that. Two years is what they're able to look at at any point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a two year look back. But it is a big consideration when you're doing Roth conversions mm-hmm. because it can put you in a higher threshold, which means you have to pay more for your Medicare Part B premiums and Part D premiums, and that's per individual. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of people don't realize it because it is a two-year look back. They convert this year, they pay taxes next year, and then another year later sometimes, then they get the surprise from Medicare. And so it's like the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, sometimes it still is beneficial to do it, even if you do go over Mm -hmm. those limitations. Um, But sometimes, you know, two years go by and they forget Mm -hmm. and then they're a little irritated, which is understanding, but it's still to the benefit of the client. Everyone just needs to know after age 63, if you're going to convert any amount of your IRA to a Roth IRA, there's the potential 
that your Medicare premiums are going to go up two years later. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, yes. so you have to remind them of that, but they just need to know that. Mm-hmm. And so as a financial planner, some, sometimes we look at this, and Paul just alluded to this a minute ago, and that is we may say, hey, it's still worth it. You may convert your IRA to a Roth IRA. It may trigger this you know, monthly adjustment amount to your Medicare for one year. In that one year, it'll go. It'll revert back to the amount that it's supposed to be after that. So someone could, uh, you know, bundle all these, you know, conversions in one year, take the tax hit, also take the Irma, the Medicare, you know, premium hit, and in take that, uh, you know, Medicare premium hit for one year. Maybe maybe they end up paying uh, two hundred dollars a month per person more. Let's just say as an example. Um, you pay $5,000, you know, for a year, for one year, someone might do that because they're more worried about the tax rate going up. Right. Mm-hmm. They're more worried about, you know, paying taxes at this low rate, paying a little more for Medicare for one year instead of having their taxes skyrocket. So <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't convert just because Irma is going to happen to you. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I agree. It just means you need to know what it is like yes. everything else and then say, OK, I know this is this is the reason why I'm converting. Mm-hmm. I know my Medicare premiums are going up for in a couple of years for that one year. But like you're saying, that's another key consideration. And this is great because these are all the considerations people need to think about when we want to convert IRAs to Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. The good news is, is that you can. A lot of people have all these old 401ks. They have these IRAs and they think, man, I wish I had a Roth IRA. I'm stuck. Well, the good news is you can move that to a Roth. You just have to pay the tax on the way over. You'll pay tax now, but never again. Mm-hmm. Not only on the amount that you paid, but also on any of the earnings going forward, as long as it's been there five years, 59 and a half. Right. Um, one other age I think is important when we're looking at conversions is 73. So we think of 63 and 73. So 73 is obviously the year now that everyone has to take required minimum distributions. So from a financial planning standpoint, a lot of times we'll tell our clients that the goal would be to have all of your monies out of IRAs into Roth IRAs by age 73. You read my mind because this is what I was gonna say next. (laughs) Yes. All right. So why is that a big deal? It lowers your required minimum distribution amount. Um, so yeah. if that's something you're worried about and you don't want to, you don't need to take those required minimum yeah. distributions every year because you don't need that money. You have it coming from somewhere yeah. else at 73. Then put that in a Roth IRA. So you're so you saying don't have there's to. no RMDs and Roth IRAs, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's right. Huge that benefit. is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul, we people all the time, and you know, they get to 73. They don't want the money out of their IRAs or 401ks. They don't need it. Let's say per se, they're forced to take it. Yeah. Uh, the reason they're forced to take it is because the government has not been paid their, you know, quote unquote, fair share. Uh, the silent partner who's been waiting for you, you're in, in letting you take all the risk, letting you invest all this money in, they've been waiting for you to take this money out and share with them. You're not doing it. And at age 73, they're saying we've waited long enough. And so they make you take a certain amount of money out and it's because they want to be able to get the tax portion of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so not only do they tell you how much you have to take out, they also tell you how much of that they're going to take. Mm-hmm. It's called the tax law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they can decide at any point in time. So I love the idea of converting <laughs> IRAs to Roth IRAs, eliminating that concern. Right. What I said at the beginning of the show today, buying out the government, uh, doing it now and getting it over with at a tax rate you know and an amount you know instead of an unknown amount later. Right. And so 
uh, and ideally by 73, because then at that point in time, you don't have to take required minimum distributions or hopefully you've eliminated a lot of them. Well, and also for if someone were to inherit that traditional IRA, they're going to have to take required minimum distributions. If they inherit it as a Roth Mm -hmm. IRA, there's no required minimum distributions and they also don't have to pay tax on it. Yep. Huge. And so, uh, yeah, that's a big deal too. Uh, if your kids, what would your kids, we, we ask uh, (laughs) clients this in our classes, what would you rather inherit an IRA or Roth IRA? (laughs) The answer is Roth IRA, hundred percent tax free. Now on the traditional IRA, if it's non-spouse, you know, they have, it still has to be, I get totally withdrawn within 10 years. Mm -hmm. Same on the Roth. The difference is, it's 100% tax free. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yes, which is huge. So I mean, again, you'd rather inherit uh, Roth IRAs. And Paul, we may we have gone into this. We cannot go into this right now. Yeah, it's a rabbit trail. <laughs> but taking RMDs, buying life insurance, uh, yeah, that may be a time for another show. Yeah, that, that'd be another. Yeah, okay, show we don't for have sure. time for that. Yeah. Okay, but but I, I will say though that, and this is where planning comes into yes. play, right? Because these are all individual topics in a sense, but yet they're all related. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so someone might take an Irma hit for one year mm-hmm. and convert so they know, so that they don't have RMDs or they lower their RMDs mm-hmm. because when they hit 73, their RMDs will push them in their Irma every single year. Yeah. Right. And so, right. When we're looking ahead, so we have to be forecasting in a yeah. sense and thinking through all these aspects. Yeah. And that's where working with a trusted financial planner and a CPA, uh, yeah. when working with Wise Wealth, where that comes into play is that's what the planning is about rather than yeah. just making a single decision. I mean, what's, yeah. what's the principle we go by? No investment mm-hmm. decision. Yep. outside the context of a plan. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All of it is done with planning. That's why it is so important, like you're saying, to to have a team mm-hmm. of professionals, financial advisors, CPAs, tax people, where we're, we're planning these things out. There's a lot of things out there uh, that you do need to be prepared for. And sadly, um, age 63, age 73, this is not the time that people want to be dealing with those kinds of things or any surprises from a tax standpoint. Mm-hmm. So it is important to work with a team of professionals that can help you plan for these things. Uh, Paul, you brought up something that uh, came up, uh, you know, while you were talking about it. Another thing I had in my mind, and this is, this is an interesting one. I, I got to ask Becca about this because you know there's this whole idea of huh, no tax, mm-hmm. zero tax. So if someone had a IRA distribution of twenty nine thousand two hundred, married and filing jointly. That could be, that's part of the standard deduction if it's an IRA distribution. Mm -hmm. So someone theoretically, if we really wanted to go crazy with planning, we could say, make sure your RMD is 29,200 or less, okay? Because if it is, technically, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be taxed. Mm -hmm. If let's say all your other income was tax-free. Yes. If you could do it perfectly, I know it's almost impossible and right. you're looking at me like, especially yeah, right. with, Especially with the tax laws changing because that standard deduction exactly. is going to go away. But I know Paul's people that teach that. Yeah. You know, yeah. keep enough money in IRAs so that you, you know, get that standard deduction you know, or whatever. So that, that is a thing you can do. Yes. And the whole point is there's planning around this. So um, bottom line is uh, for people out there listening to the podcast, and that is uh, you, you've got to have a plan. You want to have freedom. You know what I mean? You want to have Mm -hmm. confidence in retirement. Uh, You want to be out there giving and serving and enjoying life. The last thing you want to do is, you know, being worried about Irma and, you know, the government raising taxes. Imagine if all your accounts are tax-free. 
uh, the government can do it. I mean, you're out there doing what you want to do, and that's not a concern. If someone doesn't convert, or they can't, because you said right at the beginning, you got to have the money in cash to pay the tax. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people hear this and they think, oh man, I'm really in trouble because uh, I don't have the cash to pay the tax. All my money's in qualified accounts. And Becca, the CPA, said <laughs> you shouldn't you know, pay the tax on the IRA. And, and so, but it's not the end of the world. No. It's not the end of the world. So Paul, they're still paying for those people. Mm-hmm. Just because you can't convert doesn't mean, you know, there's a method to take the money out. The, then, then what we have to do though is have a plan for if taxes increase. So mm-hmm. the planning just changes. Your tax rate today is this amount. Mm-hmm. We know what the tax rate is. We don't know what it's going to be in the future. So we're going to base your plan on this tax rate, but we're also going to put a contingency in here that in 10 years from now, 20 years from now, whatever it is, your tax rate goes up. Here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is everyone needs a plan for any of these you know, things to happen, converting well, or not converting. Yeah. What's Is it the rule of 10? Whenever is that what is that what it's called? So if you withhold from your IRA your Roth conversion, the rule of ten, it's okay to withhold if you're not going to touch that money for ten years. Absolutely. I like that. I've never heard it referred to as the year. Uh, the I can, rule of I can ten. There's a lot of rules in my mind. Rule of five. Yeah, we have the acronym yeah. okay. rules, but I agree with this okay. because your money yes. is going to catch back up That's by right. that year. You're you're going to end up with the same exact number tax free mm-hmm. if you can do it over ten years. So what Becca just said is important. I, I'm I'm okay because <laughs> I'm not a CPA. I'm okay with paying the tax out of the IRA conversion when you're doing the conversion out of the IRA. If like you just said you have no plans to touch it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's okay. If you're going to convert it and you know use it right away, so no. But then there is a reason why you can do that then as long mm-hmm. as it's 10 years. So I appreciate you bringing that up. And if you're, I know some clients that are going to be listening to this and they want to do a Roth conversion in July and withhold, I would strongly suggest against that because we don't know what the income is going to, sometimes things change, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are going to withhold, let's wait until December and yeah. get an exact calculation of what your taxes can be. So you're yeah. not withholding too much and yeah. you're putting as much possible as you can back into that. That's Roth. right. So if the taxes are coming out of the IRA, wait till December yep. uh, to do that conversion. That's awesome. Uh, this is great advice, great information. So tax planning, uh, a lot of it today, you know, centered around the, the tax rate, the tax bracket. Uh, what your effective tax rate is, earn limitations, Roth conversions. Um, now, in the time that we have remaining, we just want to talk about tax preparation. Let's do it. Um, and so, you know, as recording this podcast, it's, it's January, so a lot of people are think about tax returns and, uh, and that kind of stuff. And so, uh, when it comes to tax prep, some people um, are do-it-yourselfers. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've got people, Paul, that uh, that that think that hey, if I do it myself, when it comes to investing. Yes. I'm going to save money because I'm going to do it myself. When we find that the actual quantifiable results are, you don't save money. Mm-hmm. And this is not theory. This is quantifiable research done that says the people who do it on themselves who are saving the 1% fee, a lot of times it's costing them a lot more in returns. Would you say that that relates to the same people who say, I want to do tax prep on my own because I don't want to pay a fee? I do. I think there are a handful of people that can do it themselves, but I think after a certain time, you need to be having someone do it for you. Mm -hmm. And it's smarter to also stay with the same person year after year. So they know your situation. They know how to get a hold of you. They know what tax documents to be looking out for. Um, And like if you're getting your taxes done here and you're a wise wealth client, we have information from our brokerage account, our brokerage service that we use Mm -hmm. as well as any annuities. So it's just easier. You don't have to chase the stuff down and get statements. You have all that stuff here. Yes. Um, So being consistent, using using a CPA. I I know sometimes we've talked about, you know, some people might be afraid (laughs) 
to pay a few hundred dollars. But what happens if someone does it on their own and there's a mistake? Uh, they're going to end up paying penalties and interest yeah. to the IRS and the state. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of times if you have to amend a return, that is a cost out of your pocket. And then yeah. it's also more expensive to go hire someone to do that amended return for yeah. you. So, you know, we believe you should, you know, have a professional help you do your tax return. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no reason not to. Back as a CPA, she can sign off on that return um, and represent you in that return. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it may cost a few hundred dollars uh, to get a tax return done, but it's it's the cost of peace of mind. Right. Not, you know, not wondering, did I make a mistake? Because if you make a mistake, that's costly. So it's almost like an insurance policy. Hey, I came in, I had a CPA look at my return. And, um, but also when, when you're doing returns, either you're going to do the return or not. Right. Right. In other <laughs> words, you're not just going to, I'll, I'll, I'll review your return for you and see if you did this right. Right. Because reviewing a return is basically <laughs> doing the return. And right. a lot of times people will ask me yeah. or say, I don't want tax services, but I'm going to prepare it myself and ask right. you questions. And that's all, that's just something that's a liability yes. and that we don't do, unfortunately. It's too much to mm -hmm. go through that and, and you can't say yes or no to any things without doing <laughs> yes. it. And, and you can't, you know, from a fiduciary standpoint. So um, we would just recommend, you know I mean? Just like with financial planning, just like with uh, insurance planning, just like with, you know, financial financial advice, investment advice. You know, there is a world out there of AI. Uh, there's a world out there of mm. robo advisors. And what I always like to tell everybody is robo advisors have a brain, but they do not have a heart. Um, and you may be able to go to some online, you know, tax preparation thing. They have a brain. Uh, but they don't have a heart. We have someone here who has both. Uh, she has a brain. She has a heart. She, you know, she's going to, you know, find out what you need, what your goals are, what your plans are. That's better. Mm -hmm. That's better tax preparation. That is better insurance. It's better peace of mind. Mm -hmm. um, and so for people that are listening to the podcast today and they decided, you know what? I want a CPA. Not only do I want a CPA to do my tax return, I want Becca to do my tax return for me. doesn't matter what state they live in. No, it doesn't does matter what state they live in. And, you know, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you to say, hey, I would love for you to do my tax return. And then what would you want from them? What do you need mm -hmm. from them? I think the best way is to call our office, 816-246-WISE, or mm -hmm. send us an email at info at Wise Wealth. Um, and then from there, what I normally do is I look at your prior return and give you a quote based off what preparation needs that you have. Um, and then you'll send in your tax documents. We'll get it prepared and schedule a meeting. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, Paul, I'll, I'll give a shameless plug for clients <laughs> of Wise Wealth. Yes. If you're an investment client of Wise Wealth, you're paying a fee for financial planning advice. You're also, that fee includes tax planning. Mm -hmm. uh, but to get your tax return done, that's a different thing. But we do have a discounted fee for anyone who's a client of Wise Wealth to get their tax return done through Becca. If you're not an investment client, Becca can still do your tax return. You just pay the regular fee. Uh, Becca, anything else you want our clients to know, any the, the, our podcast listeners to know about you know taxes or anything like that? I don't think so. Okay. It's going to be a busy time of year yes. here in a couple weeks. So yes, we caught her I am looking Paul. forward to meet, meeting our new clients <laughs> yes. this year. Thank you, Becca. Okay, I really on. appreciate it. I know this is uh, this is going to be a busy time. Once again, we caught you right before uh, the busy time starts. And so uh, thankful to have you mm -hmm. on this team. You made a big difference. Our clients appreciate you, everyone who works with you. And so uh, we're glad to have you on this team, uh, what you provide for me and the advisors here and our clients. Uh, it's been great. So thank you. And Paul, uh, tax planning, tax preparation, uh, it, it's obviously top of mind for people. Yes. And I'll just go back to what we said at the beginning, and that is we want people to have confident 
confidence in retirement, uh, a simple retirement, peace of mind in retirement, freedom mm -hmm. in retirement. And one of the ways you're gonna have that is by making sure you have a plan to deal with one of the biggest risks we have, and that is taxes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, you've touched on it throughout this episode, but taxes a lot of times come across as impersonal because we're dealing with numbers, right? Mm -hmm. It is, it's numbers. And there's laws and there's changing laws and there's how does this work and there's rules to play by. And a lot of times it can become very impersonal. Mm -hmm. And so that's why people also think, hey, a, a robot's okay because it mm -hmm. is impersonal. But it is personal because this is a piece of your overall plan. Right. This plays into everything that's done. It's yes. not just by itself. It's everything together. And, yes. And and it's very personal. Mm -hmm. You know, Becca, you mentioned several times that people get upset or they get upset. Man, when people have to pay the government, mm -hmm. they are not happy. Yeah. I mean, but, but yeah. so it is a very I, I, personal. Yeah. It's a very personal thing. Yep. Paul bring up a very good point, and that is most people in their mind think taxes, that's that's not a planning matter, that's not a personal matter. Mm -hmm. That's a number saying that's a you know, it's a necessary evil, you just gotta do it. And you know, well, you put it overall in the, in the context of everything else, and it's worth money. It's worth dollars and cents. It's also worth your know, peace of mind. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because when we bring it in-house, when mm -hmm. we bring it as part of the overall plan mm -hmm. that we're talking about, mm -hmm. we take that emotion, in a sense, out mm -hmm. of it because people are scared. Mm -hmm. People live in fear. Yep. I have to pay the government, and if I have to pay the government this amount, then I may not be able to have that amount in my savings, mm -hmm. which means I may not be able to retire, which yeah. means I may not be able to, which means I, and yeah. so people live in fear because of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the opposite of what a plan should do. Mm -hmm. The plan brings peace, mm -hmm. right? right. The, the freedom, not just freedom to give, serve, and enjoy life, but freedom from fear freedom from the unknown. Mm -hmm. So when we plan, that's where we start. And so for you, if you're watching, you're listening to this, and you're living in fear, whether it's because of taxes or because of insurance or legacy or income, whatever the reason is, mm -hmm. give us a call. Mm -hmm. Let's start the process of putting together a plan to give you freedom, freedom from fear, freedom to give serve and enjoy life it starts with a very simple clarity conversation where are you at mm -hmm. what are your hopes what are your dreams what are your fears and let's address them what are the mm -hmm. risks you face that's where we come into play let's help you plan put together a plan that mitigates those risks and takes them as far off the table as we possibly can mm -hmm. in every area including taxes so give us a call 816-246-WISE, email us at info at wisewealth.com. That's the best way to start. And let's put together a Simplify Retirement Plan for you that can give you that freedom. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for putting together a team that mm -hmm. addresses all these issues. Mm -hmm. And I know we look forward to the next time we're going to be talking about legacy mm -hmm. and legacy planning and what does that look like and, and how you helped address that here at Wise Wealth mm -hmm. for, with, within the team. Uh, bringing Becca in has been a fantastic uh, 
aspect uh, to really help enhance mm-hmm. the overall team experience and the relationship for our clients. And so thank right. you for putting that together. Thank you, Becca, for caring. I know that our clients feel that. Yep. And that really matters. Mm-hmm. Not uh, Planning is important, but caring is even more important. That's right. And, and, and our clients feel that. And so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And again, thank you to you, our viewing and listening audience. If you're watching this, if you're hearing this on the uh, podcast or watching it on YouTube, you're the reason we do this. We do this for you. If you found this information valuable, share it. Share it with your family and friends. Taxes is something that everyone deals with. And so you should be able to find someone to share this with. If you haven't subscribed yet click that button below because that's going to let you know every time a new episode comes out just makes it easier to find it also makes it easier to share this information with others and so again thank you all thank you for watching and tuning in and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time again for all of us here at wise wealth and simplify your retirement podcast this is paul brock reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan we'll see you next time (music) 